Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. The following people will remain anonymous. We're grateful that they decided to share their horrible weekly experiences with us. Welcome to an FML Friday. Please start us off, Kat. I will do so. Today, my boyfriend of four years asked my dad if he could marry me, and my dad agreed. And then he told me that he's not going to propose for another year at least. He just wanted to get that out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) FML. The formalities, I guess. It's like having those emails sitting in your inbox. You're just like, I got to get these out of here. Yeah. Uh, today, I was driving home with my dad after buying a brand new truck. We were on the freeway, and the engine just wasn't revving up very much. My dad thought that it was you know, something wrong with the transmission, so he reached over to change gears. Finding out now that most cars won't go into reverse at high oh, speed. Oh, no. Minded FML. Liam went through this phase where he would want to sit in the passenger seat and have his hand resting on my mm, gear. And I was like, nope. just one little movement. It could just knock us out. Uh, this one, today, my booty decided to delete the 650 photos that I had in oh. my phone. FML. You don't save those to the cloud. I, yeah, I back all mine up that oh, I care no. about. Today, my latest date ended so badly that I was back home by 8 p.m., oh. drunk on cheap wine, and screaming at myself in the mirror, what is wrong with you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, me, my sister, and my boyfriend, we all live together. It's time to renew the lease. They use this as an opportunity to let me know that they have fallen in love <laughs> and I will not be on the new lease. Our parents died in a car accident last year and I have no other family oh. that will take me in. My sister knew this. FML. You'll love them. Those people that live with their family, like as adults. Well, sometimes they need to, to get back on their feet I or know, like but a transition. Nothing ever good comes out of that. Finally, today, I was diagnosed with a chest infection. Oh, no. They gave me antibiotics to take. Uh, one of the side effects of the antibiotics is diarrhea. Oh. I sneezed on my way to the mall, and now I need to add underwear to the shopping <laughs> list. <laughs> FML. You guys have a safety deposit box? Uh, yeah, we talked about that uh, maybe last month. What's in it? Uh, Derek. Only Derek has one. Okay. And it's just. He has no idea. We haven't gone to look. But his mom set it up. So, so it has to be like important documents. I think they just redid their will like two years ago. So maybe she put like his copy in there. So you have access to it, but you guys don't actually have one. You don't have one. I personally yeah, do not have one. you guys don't have one together. No. I don't know what we'd put in there. It's a weird concept now. I think I've outgrown it or even I think generationally we've outgrown it. When my mom had passed away, she had a safety deposit box and it had literally all the instructions for all of her accounts, yeah. all of her investments. I mean, she really, you know, pre-planned uh, in case of an accident. She died, you know, really suddenly. So it, it was helpful. And I've just been kind of asking around because, like, I think some people have safes. Some people have digital backups. Like, we have backup drives that when, if we died, somebody would plug these in and they'd have access to all of our stuff, right? Yeah. Like our kids would. But I think a safety deposit box now is just kind of a silly idea. Like, what would you put in there? Yeah, I don't mind. If you don't have, like, a fireproof safe like we do, that's where we keep our passports. We have some cash in there. But a thief is going to steal that, right? And that's what I'm saying. They could. I like the idea of having a safety deposit box if you have family jewelry 
that you don't wear, but you want to keep safe and not in your home. I see that that would be a good use for it. Um, but that's about it. So I asked if anybody else had one. Got a text from Andrew who said, my father-in-law pays for a safety deposit box filled with nuts and bolts. He told me to keep it quiet because it's a joke for after when he passes. Oh, God. That would be an old man thing to do. That's kind of funny. Your a kids go in there. petrified turd in there. <laughs> um, and then Rick said, my dad, uh, when he passed, we went into it, and there was a loose one-carat diamond. Okay. And yeah, he was like, did, I just ha- did you just have something valuable to put in the box? Why won't you just put this in a gun safe somewhere? Yeah. So I, I just one think carat. it's uh, one carat diamond is probably, I don't know, $1,000, right? Uh, Yeah, about nine sixty. Yeah. Oh, no, this one's 1500 so that's a so, good amount. Uh, so it's something that's what I'm saying. Cashed. I think jewelry from a long time ago that needs to be cherished and you don't want to lose it or have it stolen or misplaced, it's it's good to have it in the bank. What does a safety deposit box cost? It's a monthly thing, right? Like you're probably paying $15, $20 a month. Uh, so, I mean, if you're paying $150 a year or $200 a year, 250 bucks a year, that's what you want to do? You want to spend $2,500 on a safety deposit box for 10 years to hold some jewelry in there? 60 uh, up to $150 a year to have a safety okay, deposit Okay, so box. let's say you got it for a decade. So it's going to cost you $1,500 to keep your jewelry in, at, the, at the bank? I think you look at it as a peace of mind. Is it worth $1,500 over 10 years? Maybe to some people. Depends on what you have in it. You know what I want? I want a wall safe. Like behind yeah. a picture. I really want one because all the shows that I watched growing up, somebody had a wall safe and they'd have you to heard take- how scary safes can be. That nurse that helped with Trisha and he used to live right around the corner. Oh, from us. Yeah. That was a scary moment for Liam was just like panicked. Thank God he didn't live that life like little kids do. Like, I don't want to tell them because they'll get mad. But he and his friends are playing and two of the friends climbed in that gun safe and it could run out of it shut and it locked and then <laughs> that's so they bananas. just like ran off and you could run out of oxygen it will seal you in and so thankfully Liam went and told the dad like they're in there you got to get them out I don't think I need anything that big I want something that's going to hang behind a picture you know what I mean it's in the wall yeah. and then like I, and I secretly want to do it like like when people are over mm-hmm. I want to go hold on a second guys I want to take the frame and do the hinge thing and then and then start the combination yeah. and look back over my shoulder to make sure nobody's watching. But the artwork in front of it has to be like a dog in a Shakespeare outfit. It's really you know? cheesy. Yeah, super cheesy. <laughs> so we're talking about how all of us, like anybody that we've talked to already this morning had kind of a crazy night's sleep. But I said I had a valid reason because of some of the stuff that's happening in my neighborhood. I just read our Facebook page. And for our development and people's stuff is getting stolen. Someone's trailer was stolen from their driveway and then everyone's weighing in. Oh, yeah, the blocks were kicked from my tires, too, to our trailer. But we had a lock on our trailer hitch. So that must have deterred them. So the four people. So someone was going around our neighborhood at night. And you believe your spidey senses were tingling so much that's why you got a bad night of sleep? I don't know. Maybe my body did send somebody up to no good. (laughs) What are they going to steal my mom's? I really don't have anything outside. What are they going to steal my trampoline? Fine. Good. My kid doesn't even look at it. (laughs) That'll save me a broken leg. Anything else? I don't have anything else. You're going to take my hose? That would actually actually make me mad. They're expensive. Uh, But But, uh, but somebody stole a trailer, huh? Yeah, and then uh, someone had a bunch of, like, broken beer bottle glass behind their car. It's, like, crazy stuff. Where do I live? Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, West side.
Yeah, you think people are just driving from Becker out there to mess your stuff up? I don't think it's the Becker folk. I'm Who just do you saying think it is. It, it's it's an appeal. We're like a a sitting duck where we are. You know, it's like right off the highway, and then they're like, "Oh, a cute little development in the middle of corn. Let's go check that out." Yeah, I would they're all sleeping too, by seven thirty. Somebody could call yeah. on that one. Okay, so we heard uh, this audio yesterday and tease that we were going to talk about it because every time we talk about how dangerous is your job, ours like not at all. It's very- what just bit you? She got bit by a snake. Went up to the door to tell about the package. She's an Amazon God. driver. She gets up to the door. She's putting the package down. She's going to take a little picture of it, and a rattlesnake gets her in the leg. Can't believe that. But I guess when you live somewhere where they inhabit, I mean, it ups your odds. But how dangerous is your job? What do you do? On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say our job is? I don't know. It's like a 1. Like, like a 1. I can't imagine... Like that falling up the stairs, that was a that was a big deal for me. <laughs> I would say that big step up in the alley, yeah. catch your shin, that would hurt. Uh, you're worried about chipping your tooth on that the microphone, exposed right. microphone. Yeah, it gets pretty close to your mouth sometimes. We got a text. I'm not going to say her name, but she says that um, she works as a conservatorship in conservatorship and like guardianship. A social worker, yeah. So when you involve other people's kids, people will do like just about anything. You know, they're desperate, but she said, which is kind of social service in many cases, hard job, scary times, family members have made many threats, have showed up at our office. We have to lock our building at all times just for safety. It's nuts. Uh, but that's true. Like when you involve people's children and they feel like they should have them and you're keeping them from them, um, and they're not in their right mind. When I kind of first got started in radio, there was a guy that I worked with who wanted, he got out. He quit radio and worked at literally a Jiffy Lube. Yeah. He, he was a, a car guy, right? And really loved cars. And he's like, I'll just change oil at Jiffy Lube. That's fine. And what had happened to him the third day on the job, you know how you pull in yeah. and they wave you in or whatever. And then you're kind of, there's some people underneath you, but he was the guy that was waving him in. And the person accidentally hit the accelerator uh-huh. And ran into him into the garage door. Oh my god! Yeah, like broke his leg or uh, his hip, I believe. Uh, snapped. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you wouldn't think that working at Jiffy Lou would be a dangerous job either. Yeah, that's really crazy. I've had uh, uncles that have lost fingers uh, in farm machinery. Mm-hmm. Farming is da- super dangerous. So dangerous because, and then there's never anybody there with you to call nine one one if something really, really bad happens. I know. That's wild. So what do you do as a job that is dangerous? Sometimes it'll open our eyes and maybe we'll, we won't think you're just uh, an Amazon delivery driver. Like you put your life in danger, you know? You never know whose house you're walking up to, to or what they're capable of. I think the dog thing would be the most scary. There are some dogs, like our dog, it, when she sees Amazon yeah. all the time. Like she just... I'll bark though, but you just yeah, don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah, dogs are kind of wild animals. School texts that are rolling in this morning. All right, we have uh, Leslie saying, I've had my kindergartners throw things, flip <laughs> desks. They're crazy. This one I design uh, layout monuments, which oh, like is tombstones. not dangerous, but there has been an accident in the shop involving granite falling on somebody. Ooh, Ooh that's kind of scary. Uh, Laura says, breaking up fights, bomb threats, furniture on fire, stalkers. Yes, I'm a librarian. You know what? Bomb threats at the library? A lot of crazy stuff goes on at the library. Don't you know? Like if people are up to no good on the streets and then they're seeking maybe some shelter, maybe it's raining, they go upstairs, they're up to no good. That guy just set something on fire in the corner of the library a couple of years ago just because. 
Just set it on fire. <laughs> so that is scary. How bad and dangerous is your job? Gets his license uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh-huh. And, uh, and it's crazy, like... What's things. that going to do for you? Like, you're going to have so much time for activities. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. It's going to be so amazing. He gets it Wednesday morning. Oh, wow. Uh, Fingers crossed. Test. I had to go three times to get mine. Yeah, but he's, he's pretty smart. Pass? He's pretty smart. I'm pretty smart, too. I just mm. couldn't figure out the damn Jetta. That was it. My dad's like, take my car. There are a couple of things, though, that he practiced last night with his instructor that I didn't know about, like, when, you, when you're taking your test. So when you do your, like, 90-degree back in. And or your uh, your parking, mm-hmm. you have to set the parking brake. Uh, like you're on a hill. Yeah, they want okay. you to set the parking brake, then unset it. And then the other thing he said that a lot of people they fail immediately is if you don't ask your driver's instructor if their seatbelt is latched. Yep, you got to make sure everyone in the car. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. I would have never thought. I mean, I guess you you look, and most cars will beep. You know, if if it's not, I wouldn't even put it in gear. You can't if you put it in gear, and this you're is done. It, you're, you yeah. automatically fail. And I was like, all right, well, so start taking a couple of notes. Uh-huh. Got a, a mental checklist when you get uh, when you get done. And then I asked him, I go, well, do you want to take my truck or, or mom's car? Oh my god, mom's car for sure. Yeah, the truck is too big. I don't want to do you know. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you got to find whatever you're most comfortable with. So. Is uh, if there's going to be an extra spring in my step next week, you'll know why. Okay, God, I can't wait to have Look not have to give face. anybody rides anymore. The KCLD Playhouse is powered up by Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices, seeking justice for the Especially injured. Especially with hockey going super late, you know, high school hockey is a late night thing now. Yeah, if I would have to go get him at like nine or nine thirty, and then not be in bed till eleven, and then work on two and a half hours of sleep, I can't have you like this anymore. Got rid of like the stuff that I didn't think I was going to get rid of first, which is so weird. Like those lighting, recessed lighting cans with all the wire and then all of those blue boxes that you would put like your electrical outlets in. And this guy's like, yeah, I'll give you all, all, all this money for all that. So I said, cool. That He's probably like, meant it was severely underpriced. Um, I wanted, I, I just said, just take, I'll give it half price. What do you want? And he was like, really? I'm like, yeah. Nice. He, he said he was creating, he was uh, building his own apartment above his garage to rent out. And I go, wow, to have those skills. So, yeah, go ahead and take this. Those transactions in grocery store parking lots look so shady. But, I mean, I got some money. The problem That's is, all I cared about. you were never buying drugs in college in grocery store parking lots, so you don't know how it's supposed to go. I guess I don't know the handshake. That's that's and when you dad. look back at my life, those yeah. are the edges I have. So I also, uh, after my shift, Derek and I met up for just a bowl of chili for lunch. I was so hungry. We went down to the White Horse. Didn't even know that America's Best Restaurant was oh, filming. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to air soon, right? That was cool. Well, it's only on, it's only an internet show. Only on YouTube. But, yeah, but I, I mean, mean I, think they're, they're, I think they're going to throw it up like in two weeks. It'll be on it's yeah, a, running it already. Yeah, it's a big deal. And so she was uh, trying the martinis that they were making, and they were doing B-roll. And every time, I'd take this, like, ugly bite of chili, <laughs> and I would pan over, and he would be filming. And I'm like, oh, my God, I really hope that doesn't make it, but look it will. Look at the hobo lady on table seven. Yeah. Get oh, her look, every time she eats. They feed the homeless. That's really great. No, I was, I, I, I was so paranoid that I was trying to, like, eat really dainty, so I was like, mm, a bean. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, a little... Uh, I don't know, stressful to eat there. And then last night I got like the worst night's sleep because in my dream, I heard a doorbell, but it was so loud in my dream that it woke me up. So it felt like a real doorbell. So I've been up since like 1230. 
I couldn't not think about people around my house that might not be there. I wish I could feel bad for you, but I had a horrible night's sleep, too. My wife got, like, a titch of a cold. Oh, no. And so the snoring is just, like, they called the cops yeah. next door. God. They thought we were doing construction. False alarm. And I was like, no, no, it's just Trish getting some Z's. I love this throwback. I saw this commercial, and um, it is when the public heard that Burger King was going to start allowing you to use your credit card or debit card to pay for your fast food, not just cash. The home of the Whopper is offering cash or credit. I think it's pretty bad if you have to use a credit card when you go to a fast food restaurant for something as little as $3.10. Burger King bosses say workers won't have to figure out how much change the customer gets back. I just hope it doesn't slow things down at the cash and carry that people are going to be having to call New York and get the confirmation or, you know, whatever it is. Because when I want a Whopper, I want it now. (laughs) I hear you, brother. I want it now. I feel that way, too. So I think that's going to be the case when they go cashless everywhere. You know, Um, people are going to do news stories on it. I'm virtually living a cashless life now. I love cash. I feel like I spend less with my cash. I feel like when I have my debit card and no cash, I just willingly swipe. And then I'm in the poorhouse. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5.30 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.